Hey. Swish. Yeah, Cardi, yeah. Yeah, Purple Tint. Yeah, 3%. Yeah, that new future. Yeah, that new Uzi. Yeah, you ain't said yeah, that one yet? Yeah, Baby Pluto. Yeah, <laughs> that new I So Boom podcast. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm feeling them vibes. I'm feeling them vibes. I'm feeling them vibes. I So Boom the podcast, episode number 49. Jay Yannick is in the building. Uh, the man to the square box to the left of me, Snoopy. Snoopy. You, <laughs> oh, in his background, dope. he don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> and the man to the square box at the bottom of him, his name is? Hey, Trav, you nerds. And the man to the, uh, I guess, sneaking here? Yeah. Where, yeah. Where the hell? Yo. He has like two jobs. His actual <laughs> job and being here on time, and he can't do that. Come Jeez. on, Sneak, man. I, I guess he's on a flight somewhere back to New York City. <sighs> but um, you know what? What's up? I think I think I got a good replacement right now. Better than I, Sneak? I, I, th- I think this guy's got Sneak beat by a thousand. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> no disrespect at all to my brother Sneak, but... I got a special guest right now, and when I'm about to bring him in, and I just need everybody to give a big round of applause for the man, the myth, the legend, the YouTube king, the <laughs> raffle god. <laughs> Franalations, everybody. Franalations. Hey. Franalations in the building. Let's go. Let's go. All right. <laughs> What's up, Fran? Welcome to I So Boom the Podcast. I'm Jay Yannick. You see Tone. You know Tone. There's Trav. You miss a sneak, but hey, welcome. Hey, thanks for having me. I'm I'm excited, man. It's gonna be fun. Nice, nice, nice. So we're here today to talk sneakers, everything that's going on. This is a crazy week. Yeah. A lot of technology dropped. Mm-hmm. And everything Franolations. I see a lot of stuff behind you. I've been hearing a lot of things about you. Yeah. And I know you for some old school stuff. Right. But there's some new school stuff that I have no clue about. I follow you on Instagram now, so now I'm tuned in. Okay. I'm, okay. I'm hearing some I'm hearing things about Bitcoin. Right. <laughs> I'm, I'm hearing things about the, the Pokemon back? Yeah. Or, yeah. Ne- back, back. 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 or it never left. I mean, for me, it never left, but right now it's it's hot. It's really hot. Oh, yeah. man. Oh. You, you see the shirt. Right, right. I mean, before we started filming, that shit's fire. So, <laughs> so I, I, I'm ready for all that sauce. I'm here to be schooled, Frank. I'm here to be schooled. Sounds good. I'm done. Right, bet, 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 bet. So the first thing I want to get into, the first thing I want to get into is um, just early on, I hear you started YouTube in like 06. Is that correct? Uh, I think it was 08. Um, oh, wait. Okay. Trickstar, SB Dunks. Those were like the first release. Um, Brooklyn Projects had them, I think, a month or two early. And that was like the first YouTube video I put out. It was those, the Kurhari Dunks. It was like a pack. There was like four shoes all together. And that was like the first SB video I did. But I had already been doing YouTube like skits with friends for a couple mm-hmm. of years before that. Okay. Um, but yeah. Okay. So what... This is a question I always ask my guests because I always want to know what's that moment, what's that thing that got you into the game? You know, like that. That's like okay, I've been a collector, but what got you into that? So specifically with the videos, um, 
I mean, like I said, I was already doing like, I was watching YouTube pretty heavy already at, at that point, but uh, I had found through uh, the shoe game.com, they were posting uh, Sneak Geeks' uh, Jordan reviews. Mm. So back then, he was like the first one to do sneaker reviews and stuff like this. And I literally, I uh, messaged him and I asked him for permission to do SBs. I didn't want to like, you know, copy it too much or anything like this. There was no response at all. Uh, so I just ended up doing it uh, like, at, first, it. <laughs> at first is like one video a month, but you know, there's demand for more. So there's one video a week. And then at one point, I think I was putting out like seven videos a day. Jeez. Was, oh, wow. That worked. Just constantly just at it. Um, and then over the years, I actually, um, you know, uh, got a relationship going with sneak geeks and we actually did some early sneaker events together. Uh, meeting up at different sneaker spots and you know kids would come out we'd raffle off sneakers and, and stuff like this so it was a lot of fun and this is way before you know uh shoe liberties were a thing or or yeah. uh, sneaker youtubers were a thing or anything like this so um you know definitely kind of figuring it out as we went and kind of calling each other to uh you know come up with concepts and ideas and stuff like this because there was no one else at that time doing it so uh right, we just right, kind right. of started from scratch so, nice, nice. Yeah. And you hear that? You hear that, kids? You hear that, ladies and gentlemen? Six? Was it six videos a day? Uh, like seven videos a day seven. is when it was like at its peak. Yeah, Jeff. It, it, <laughs> sounds, like, it sounds like some Kanye stats. You remember, he's like, I was making five beats a day for three uh. summers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I literally started like around noon, and I'd be going till midnight, and I was just oh, wow putting out content. Yeah, nice. And so yeah. you, so 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 you've been a raffle god too, because you was doing raffles back then. Yeah, they're a little bit different back then. Uh, okay. I wasn't expecting, even like I said, with the the demand of the videos, it, it picked up pretty steadily. It's the same thing with these raffles. Like, I was raffling uh, Pokemon boxes like a month ago, and it was going pretty well, you know. But once I started with the PlayStation, this this yeah, thing's been exploding. I, I even had to, I jumped on the last one um, last I night. Appreciate the support, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I appreciate the support. <laughs> nice, yeah, nice. Quick, like I would refresh the post, and uh, you see the slots is. I think yeah, how yeah I, I, I would previously like update like how many slots are left. I can't even do that now because there's still oh, so many DMs. I just already know like it's gonna sell out. So let me just get to them one at a time and right, right, right. be gone. So um, that's what it's been like. It's wow! Crazy. Wow! Yeah. yeah. The, the PS5 mania is really crazy yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Um. So SBs have always been your thing. Is is that like? Because for me, I'd say I grew up on Jordans. Like, what's your shoe? Yeah, so, I mean, before SBs, uh, I had Jordans first, but at that time, it was like, you know, I needed a red pair of sneakers to go with my red shirt and so on, you know, so I'd have, I probably had like 15 sneakers, um, some Jordans, some Dunks, some Air Force Ones, but um, in high school, I saw people trading pink box SBs, mm. and I'd see the Nike SB on it, so I went online, did research, and the first one that really caught my eye was the, the De La Soul Dunk Highs. And that, okay. that's what really started the collection. Once I got that, I had to get it off of some like site in Europe. And it was like 250 And um, yeah, w- once I got that shoe, that's when the uh, sneaker obses- uh, obsession really started, I would say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Would you say it's been um, harder for you with your shoe size? You're, you're like a, what, a six, six and a half? Yeah, especially back then, it was very hard. Uh, now, you know, um, you know, they've started upgrading like the quality even of the grade uh, school Jordans over the past I don't know, eight to 10 years or so. And now I definitely say there's a, a bit higher production numbers and stuff like that for uh, my size. But yeah, at one point, it was definitely really hard. Um, as of late, I've just I don't know what it is. Every sneaker I've tried on uh, sneakers app, I just hit. So it's been yeah. easy. <laughs> as of late. 
I feel that. I feel that. But in general, yeah, it's a little bit more difficult, I would say, especially like nice. the mint size seven. Uh, that's usually a hard size to uh, track down. So yeah, nice. yeah. And um, after after SB, take me on this journey. Let's 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 let's, let's journey ever since then to now. So after SB, yeah. I'm hearing I'm hearing you were the Bape King. Yeah, even before SB, I, okay. I probably got I was on forums and stuff. Um, uh, Bape Talk Two, shout out. Hey, to hey, hey, hey what, what, I don't want I don't want to cut you off, but Tone has been begging to talk to you about this for <laughs> weeks. I, I Tone, give it to yeah, him. Yeah, I don't even remember. I was on Bape Talk Two, and okay. um, I think you had just joined around the same time, and you was doing free proxies for hundreds. Because it wasn't yeah, that, that definitely sounds like something I was doing back then. Yeah. Even even Supreme, like the Kermit, the Kermit like Supreme toy, I literally go every day. It didn't sell out for like weeks. Oh, I would shit. go, I'd keep buying it, and I think I was making like ten dollars off each one or something like that. Wow. Yeah, but but, but um, yeah. Bridges was a selling online at the time. So like any new drops, you was like, Hey, I'm doing free proxy, anybody want? And I hit you up a couple of times and you blessed me. But I, I'm actually friends with um Jordan, Vivian. Oh, that's what's up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, now that I think about it, I did see, uh, you know, you guys following each other and stuff like that. That's what's up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trevin, you, Paul, I think Paul just got married. Yeah, I think so, but yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. what's up, man. That's crazy. Hey, yeah, That's he's so been wanting awesome. to thank you ever since yeah, that day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad he has the moment to and tell the, you right now. The wild shit, every time he came to New York, I couldn't get off of work, so all of them would meet up with him, and then... Yeah. You used to stay in this. I think you stayed in the city a couple of times. Like, uh, yeah, I used to go like every year, honestly, a couple of times yeah. a year. Um, but yeah, I haven't been back in a while. I think the last time I was out there was like 2018 or something like that. It's definitely okay, been yeah. a minute. So, so, yeah. so I was I was younger when this Bape Talk Two was going on, but I definitely used to help him take photos for his battle fits on Bape Talk. <laughs> <laughs> That was a fun time, man. That was an error there. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember when you um you posted that picture on on Babe Talk. I, I think it was Babe Talk too. If you and the jacuzzi with all your babe shit. Yeah, I, I did a video of that, and actually another like picture that I'm still to this day pretty proud of when they're <laughs> building the Babe store in LA. Yeah, you snuck in, right? There was like a, a gate, and it was like a tied shot or whatever. But I'm like super thin. I just kind of went through it. <laughs> I was in like the build out early, took yeah, a little that. picture with the hundred tat over my face. You know, yeah, it, it was yeah. dope. Um, but yeah, like I said, that was a really fun era. This was like way before any type of hype that it is now for mm-hmm. some yeah. sneakers. It, it, this was like true passion. Everyone in it, that's true passion right there. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Definitely a different era. Yeah, you yeah. Were doing it because you you genuinely loved the brand, not because it was what's what was in. Yeah, most definitely. Look at this! Look at this full circle moment, man. I, <laughs> this brings joy to my heart to see this full circle moment. Yeah. So, so that was before the SB, right? The 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 bait. Yeah, a couple years before, and actually, um, when I first started doing the videos, one of the main ways that it was getting views is uh, the mods would uh, make a thread that was like sticky for my videos. So whenever I had a new uh, video, you know, that's already that whole community that was viewing it right off the bat. That was one of many ways that. I was able to get views early on. Another thing is Loki. I was just spamming the link. I'd be in the comments anywhere, just posting it, posting, posting it wherever I could. And you know, that, that would get a view or two. And that's basically, I spent all day. Uh, like I said, I was, I was doing it from noon to midnight, 
part of it was filming, part of it was editing, and another part was just getting the link wherever I could. So, so, so the uh, from what I've seen, the most the video that's gone most viral for you is the one that where you're like, all right, let's get to the on on uh, on body look. Yeah, that that was crazy because that was just a regular review. It didn't it didn't you know do two crazy numbers. I think I had like ten thousand views or something like that on it. Um, and then I think it was like a year or two later, someone started sending me like the vines of it, and then there's more and more vines of people uh, you know ripping me in, in the comments over it and stuff like this. And they were so interested in it that somehow they find the link to the actual video. Wow. And then also um, um, he changed his name from this. Uh, is it Rich Brian now? I, I forget. I forget what. Uh, oh, the, the guy that was rapping. Yeah, his original name, and they changed his name. But he he shouted out on a, a what's it called um, sneaker shopping, and after that it really blew up like crazy. Oh wow! Oh, really, wow. Uh, exploded for like three months. Just the views were coming in. So um, cool. yeah, it, it's crazy. It's had a, a life of its own many times over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what's yo. No, I admire this guy, man. <laughs> the, the work ethic of, you know, he said seven times a day filming a video and then he's traveling throughout the internets back then and posting it everywhere. You know what I mean? Like, puts in work, man. I, I like this. Another big step early on, which I didn't know at the time, like, I, I look back at uh, all these moments and realize, oh, okay, this helped me in, in many ways. Is like, it wasn't just online. Uh, I got some money together and I flew out to Atlanta. Uh, the shoe game was having an uh, event and, you know, Greg street was there. Mayor was there. Um, Clark Kent, a whole bunch of people who I still know to this day. And, uh, you know, just really getting out there and networking and, and meeting people online and in person, um, really played a part in, um, you know, yeah. Yeah. Networking is a big key. Yeah. Most definitely. Most definitely. All right. Um, Quick question. Didn't ask this. Just thought about it. Where'd you get the name from? Fanalations. Yeah. Uh, in high school, there's just this one guy who'd always come into the classroom late and he'd walk in and he said, Pampalations has arrived. <laughs> and like years later, he would reach out to me like on Facebook. He's like, yo, that's so dope. Everything you do with the shoes. And I told him that like I got the name from him and he didn't remember like this interaction at all. Oh, oh man. But, uh, <laughs> But yeah, uh, just someone in high school. Uh, you know, it's funny because you kind of it's become its own thing. But the L.A. connection, I know you've done that symbol. So yeah, that's pretty cool. too. That definitely was in plan. And another thing with the name is like uh, on certain websites and stuff, uh, I can't use it. I can't use friendlations because it technically has anal in it. So it'll get. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> So like I can't even, I can't even use Frenalations on PlayStation. So my oh, my PlayStation wow. is Alations twenty three instead of Frenalations because it's instantly flagged. Like I can't use it. That's oh, hilarious. Dude. Yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the things you would never guess when no, you come when you no, have I'm a name. I'm not gonna be able to unsee it every time I see it. <laughs> <laughs> word. I was like, oh man. <laughs> but, yeah. So 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 after t- let's continue on this journey after the SBs. Where are we going? What's next? What's next? In 2014, I sold out, uh, sold off a large chunk of my collection. Actually, a kind of small chunk at that time. It was about 20 of my rare shoes, and it was only between two buyers. One of which cashed out like 40,000 for like 15 Ooh. pairs of shoes. Man, and now had I held on to those, it's probably more like 400,000. Yeah. Uh, low, low key. Uh, Do you that's remember kind of- some? Do you remember some of the things you let go? 
yeah, um, uh, two pairs of uh, black easy twos, mm. uh, the soul collector, like penny crate, um, some LeBron, like championship packs, just craziness. Gee. Actually, there's a video on my YouTube and it shows like a hundred of my rare shoes on the table. It's a big chunk of what was on that table. I literally looked at that table and I saw the value and that's not why I got into sneakers. Like people were, were calling me like, Oh, flex, flex, flex. So that was a big reason for me wanting to sell it off is because I didn't like the way that it was going already at that point. And now it's very obvious. Yeah. It's yeah. For that. Um, yeah. So that was a big portion of my idea of, of wanting to sell it off. And at that time, um, I had, I'm going to just transition into the next thing, the cards, which I had sold there and I was watching videos wanting to get back into Magic the Gathering and just different card games that, you know, just kind of keep my interest or whatever. And the boxes of some of those Magic cards at that, that time were going for like 30000 40000 And <laughs> I, I was looking at Pokemon and Pokemon to me was a bigger name than Magic, clearly. Yeah. Equal, if not bigger than Nike in many ways, uh, you know, every everyone knows who pikachu is it could be a mom it could be a kid it could be whoever and so i saw those boxes at that time being undervalued i was buying first edition boxes in 2014 for 300 dollars. Mm. And, and that was crazy yeah those same boxes now sell for thirty thousand dollars and it's been six years later and 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 and, and all right i'm ready i'm ready <laughs> you get me excited fran so you didn't open those boxes when you bought them back then I didn't open them. So around that same time, I actually found under one of my like sinks, I had saved the original Pokemon box, not first edition. I had saved it from childhood. Mm-hmm. And the, re- the reason why I did that, one, I had already opened up a whole bunch of them. So I, I wasn't like, I was like, okay, I've already had my, my, my feel of this. But as a kid, I remember my dad would tell me stories about his Star Wars toys that he wished that he would have opened or not opened because they're worth so much money. And so as a kid, I had that in my head that, you know, if there is something that's super popular or whatever, it's worth saving and keeping sealed and who knows what will come from it. Wow. And so I did do that. And again, this is the trend with almost everything. I, I let go of it a little bit too early. I, I sold I sold that box to Sean Watherspoon in December of last year for four thousand two hundred, which was about market at that time. That mm-hmm. same box is sold for seventy thousand and a hundred thousand eleven months later. Oh, I, I just found this out about a week ago. It was so soul crushingly devastated. <laughs> did, did, did you tell Sean he got the come up on you? So here's the thing. I've been updating him throughout the year because it's been exploding all year. I was like, oh, 16,000 now. Oh, 30,000 now. Wait, he, bought it, he bought it from you and didn't open it. He opened it. I, oh. I, I suggested. So he'd been wanting it for years. Mm-hmm. And I told him, I, I finally told him, I was like, I'm only selling it because it's you. Just so you know, I would be holding on to this. I said within the next three to five years, it'll be worth 20000 I was right about the value. I was not right about the amount of time. It, it was much, <laughs> quicker, much quicker than I anticipated. And I told him, what you should do, if you want it, you should buy it from me, keep it in your collection, and I'll help you find packs. Just open up a couple packs. He's like, no, I want to do the whole box. I want to do the oh, whole box. Shit. Oh, man. And I was like, you know what? I can't tell him. What to, he's the one buying it from me. I can't yeah, tell him. Yeah, what to yeah. do. So he ended up opening it in April. He did a live stream. It was a lot of fun. I watched it. And at that time, you know, I was so happy. I could see the happiness on his face from opening it. And then not just that, usually if I were to sell something like that, I would never know what was inside the box. I at least got to experience it with him by watching the live stream. So, yeah. you know, it was a cool experience, but I don't know if the experience was worth $100,000. <laughs> <laughs> was, was, cool there, 
was there anything good inside the box after all these years? Yeah, so the um, the Charizard was not not in there. Okay. However, the next best best card is Blastoise, and he got three Blastoise in one box, which I've never seen anything like, like that. Uh, before. How much so, is that going for? So, the last I checked was a few weeks ago. So already by now, it's going to be a way different value. Mm-hmm. But Mint Ten, they go uh, they were going for four thousand eight hundred each, and he paid four thousand two hundred for the box. Oh, okay. So mm-hmm. he tri- he tripled his money. He could have had he at the time. I told him sleeve him up, keep him protected. He didn't do that. He just put him right back in the box. Wow. One little tiny ding on the corner. That's all it takes. And it's now wow. eight or nine. It's no longer a pristine 10. Um, uh, a month or so ago, I picked up the cards from him and I, I helped him submit them to um, get them graded. They came back. I think one of them got a nine. There's an eight and a half and an eight as far as those blast toys uh, mm. go. And there's a huge price discrepancy between the mint 10s and the nines. It, mm. it, it's a huge gap. Because um, at that point, you're dealing with a completely different collector's item. It might be the same card, but it's not in the same echelon at all. Um, it's two completely different things. What's the um, drop-off from 10 to 9, per se? I, I think his 9 at that time was like 1,200 or something oh, like that, which, sure. again, that's probably gone up um, since then. But you could already see between 4,800 and 1,200. Yeah. There's a big jump there. So, so. so does nobody want an 8? I mean, so... Okay, so there's a, definitely a market for eights and nines, um, and you know as time goes on, those prices are going to grow. And once people get priced out of the tens, they're going to want the nines. Priced out of the nines, they're going to want the eights, and so on. Got you, got you. Um, but the sevens and lower, that's where you kind of get into. You might as well just leave it raw, um, because you know with everything going on with COVID, uh, it's kind of more expensive now to get them graded, and it takes longer than it used to. So okay. Like, is it worth that investment of getting them graded at a certain point? So. Right, right. And is it Beckett that gets it graded, or is that for sports only? Beckett is mainly with sports cards, okay. uh, as well as Magic: The Gathering, actually. But for whatever the reason, um, you know, I don't know exactly why is this, but PSA definitely seems to be the majority of the market of Pokemon, except okay. if you get a black label, pristine Beckett ten. That's that's like the highest. Thing. There's absolutely no flaws, perfectly centered. Yeah. It doesn't get better than that. Yeah. Um, and that's the one exception where people want like that uh, Beckett 10 Pokemon card, basically. Do you have any 10s in your collection? I have a few 10s, but it, it's it's mainly um, the recent stuff, the stuff that's been coming out this year that I've graded. I, I actually submitted – I didn't used to submit any of my stuff, so I actually submitted uh, a bunch of my original like first edition jungles and stuff like this. I got like sevens and six point fives and fours. <laughs> it's my first time. Doing it. I didn't know what I was looking for. I, I was expecting tens. I was like, "Oh, these are good. <laughs> We're good to go." But nah, they're all scratched up. And at least then I had something to compare it to and kind of understand what to be looking for in the future. So it was a learning experience. And at the end of the day, my cards I can at least pretty much guarantee, unless the glass breaks in those cases, that they're not going to get any more damage than they are now. And they're childhood memories, so uh, yeah. I'm so happy with it. So that's good. That's good. Yeah. yeah. You, you know what? I want to go back. I want to give a shout out to your pops mm-hmm. for instilling that in yeah. you early. If Real something good. is, is what, what was the quote? What was the quote? I'm, I don't remember the exact quote, but okay, the, okay. <laughs> it was the idea of uh, his Star Wars. So uh, when I was five for Christmas, my parents got me the Star Wars trilogy. And mm-hmm. that was the first thing that I really like. I'm all in like this is awesome. Oh, who's that in the background? What's that alien over there? And like it just 
was the first first thing I really got all into. And you know, he showed me some of his toys. Like he had like uh, Empire Strikes, Strikes Back like gun and some action figures and stuff. And he was telling me like. I messed up by opening these things. They're worth so much more now. And that's where I got that concept at a very young age. It was like, you know, uh, of collecting, just keeping it in mint condition, keeping it, uh, you know, new dead stock yeah. and, um, you know, admiring as basically an art piece. Uh, I just, that's it. That, that's how I've always been. Um, since I was very young, actually. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. My future son will be good Tom. <laughs> he'll be good i'm a, i'm gonna let him know, gonna let him know. it's like franelations pops told me this, this <laughs> all right let's dive back into the cards let's dive back into the cards um so the old cards that you get okay so i'm 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 i'm, I'm listening to you talk and you're telling me about how sometimes you have to get it graded sometimes not sometimes don't open the box sometimes do so you have the eye. What does it take to see what, like, yeah. okay, this is the one to get graded? What is, what is that? Take I me there. I don't know how I know. Okay. <laughs> but I, I have some examples here to show you stuff that has worked either in the long term or more recently in the very short term. In 2014, when I first got back into the card game, I realized that any set with Charizard, even though it wasn't by a lot, was worth more money. Charizard okay. was the defining factor in 2014 that made me realize Okay, that's how you know what's going to, you know, uh, pop off next. So okay. this was a current set at that time. I got it for retail, $80, flash fire. Uh, it was out of print a year later, and now these boxes go for about 2000 to 2800 And it's been about five years. Uh, and it was 80 time. bucks. 80 bucks. Uh, I should have bought more. <laughs> but, <laughs> uh, you know, here, here's the one. Uh, more mm -hmm. recently, uh, I was noticing... Kind of similar to the Pokemon thing, they, in my opinion, Yu-Gi-Oh is undervalued. I was just so about a month ago. Not only did I jump in, I even put it. I posted it. I think the post got like 200 likes. No one knew what the hell I was talking about. But I yeah. got some of the original boxes. I, I still have the third set from when I was a, a kid. But I got the original box. This, uh, it's not first edition, but it, it, it's the second printing of the original box. I paid 2,000 three weeks ago and it has recently sold for 7,000. Wow. And that, that's a difference of three weeks. Um, and in, in the past week, Gary Vaynerchuk had actually recently tweeted out like Yu-Gi-Oh is up next. Basically. Yeah, I saw you. Yeah, you, you posted that. Yeah. So, I, again, I don't know how I know these things in advance, uh -huh. but I tend to know. And I feel like my track record so far has been really good. It just I've um, sold myself short in most cases, not realizing how far I can go. Mm -hmm. um, so now I think I'm. Um, more willing to hold out a little bit longer on, on some of these things uh, after yeah. learning the past 10 years of like uh, what's happened and whatnot. So, yeah. Fran, can you do me a favor? What's can up? you hit my line when there's a box? I just, <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I just want to buy a box. I, I'll sit on it. You let me know what to do with it. Yeah. Hit, so hit I mean, that, that's literally, that's what my discord is for. That's what uh, my OnlyFans page is for. I put that information out there. Oh, okay. Okay. So do we, it, Fran. We got to yeah. talk about the OnlyFans. Give, give it to me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Only friends. Only friends. Exactly. Even like my best friends, like I'll tell them and they'll see it and they're like, yeah, I'm not sure. And then I'll show them the updates. Like, fuck, I should listen. All right. Well, all right. Now what do I do? And, and so <laughs> like I was letting them know then and, and now, mm -hmm. you know, you missed the boat and that's just what it is. But I definitely, I don't keep the information myself. I'm going to be honest. I put it out there so other people can see too. And again, 
I don't know how I come to these conclusions, but they tend to be right. Uh, intuition. You know what I mean? Because you, you're, you're part of the culture. You're just not somebody like, like you know, pit stopping. Like you live it. So, you know, you yeah. can see it. Yeah. Um, most definitely. And, and even how you're saying before uh, about like the hundreds and doing the free proxies, it's pretty much the same. I've been doing the same thing in different yeah. ways for a very long time. That's just who I am. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I enjoy it. It's, I don't know what else to say. Like, so, so tell us about your OnlyFans. It, uh, you're obviously not showing cheeks on there. So, what's- <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that was a lot of like the comments or the backlash. And that's another thing too is people people don't want to be the first thing to anything. And also, people are so quick to judge something with the OnlyFans. So much negative comments. Even with the raffles, they're like, "What are you doing? You're ripping people off." And those same people. Three days later, after seeing people hit, they're like, "All right, let me get one." Like, yeah. for whatever the reason, so people uh, people are so quick to be negative about stuff, and it doesn't even have to be that. Like, I don't know, I, I don't know what it is, but people are very um, uh, they don't want to try new things, and uh, uh, you know, they're they're kicking and screaming until everyone else is doing, and and then they follow suit rather than um, being there early for whatever the reason. That's just apparently human instinct or or whatever. I don't know what it is, but it's never stopped me from being, you know, whatever I'm into. Exact example, Pokemon in 2014 when it was weird or looked down upon, or even when I did my Beast Spokes in 2010 that were Pikachu and people were confused. Mm-hmm. They're like, what are you doing this for? Like, I don't know. Um, I don't have that same like fear that it seems like other people have. Like, I guess social fear or like worry of what other people think or, yeah, uh, you know, it, it doesn't bother me what someone else thinks about me. Uh, it doesn't concern me at all. So. Yeah. It's so, kind of like it's kind of like that thing of I have to see you go before I go. Yeah. Like yeah. So so, uh, so doing some research for this episode, I noticed we're born the same year, so we're both. Uh, um, but I'll say like watching you while uh, you know the social media, the the confidence you have in what you're into has also helped me because you know I still love Pokemon, I still love playing video games, but yeah. you know my age doesn't you know factor into that. Like I don't think it ever will. Um, so, you know, we like to give people their flowers here on this podcast. So, you yes, know, sir. I'll definitely give you your flowers for being the pioneer and just, you like what you like, you know, fuck what people think. So thank you for that. You know, yeah, I, I appreciate that. And, um, you know, I, I think a lot of those types of stereotypes change in time. I feel like, especially the generation right before us, it's just, there's a certain that you stop playing games, you stop doing this, but you know, now there's plenty of people 20, 30 years old even 40 years old and they're not just playing games they're they're um you know uh influencers in gaming and stuff like that so i i think with the next generation after this this whole concept of like gaming is you know for this certain age group and that's it i think that's already fading and it'll be like totally gone within the next 10 to 20 years it just takes a you know certain paradigm shifts to to where um you know things are just completely different so yeah 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 and i bet only fans didn't flag that name yeah. <laughs> <laughs> definitely did not uh, uh yeah there's some wild content on there for sure <laughs> mine's a little more tame uh, okay, so. okay 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 <laughs> so uh, you know man uh you you kind of answered it already but i called you the babe king i called you the raffle god but you got the foresight man you uh, after this after this interview after this podcast i'm just gonna call you the foresight guy like on yeah. these things of just knowing like oh you know what that might be it let's do that 
Yeah, after uh, after the podcast, maybe check Bitcoin's price and if it's down. Oh, let's yeah. go there, Fred. Let's do it now. Now I'm ready to. I'm paying for OnlyFans. I'm paying for everything right now. Let's go. Tell yeah. me about the Bitcoin. I've heard about it. You know, Brooklyn. I don't know if you know about Brooklyn, but they do a little. <laughs> and when they out here, so I heard that way. Teach me the real way. Teach me <laughs> the, the legal way. The legal way. Teach me that way. You know, we we were already talking about full circle moments earlier, and it goes back to the same thing. Sneak geeks, man. In 2013, he stopped doing shoe videos, and he posted a video that everyone thought was so weird and strange. He was in a dark room; uh, you could hear fans going off. He was mining Bitcoin in oh, 2013. Oh wow. wow! And um. I remember looking into it and even Philip DeFranco was talking about it around that time. And, you know, there's so much shadiness and, and, and uh, it was worth, I think maybe at one point around then about a hundred dollars. I was like, okay, a pair of Jordans. I was like, I know the Jordans go up, but what's going to happen with this? Is it too late? I, I remember thinking that, is it too late? Is this as at high 100? as at a hundred? That's what, that's what it always feels like when you're looking at it. Yeah. It always feels like this, this is as high as it goes mm-hmm. without yeah without zooming out the perspective of seeing, you know, what it is in the future. And so it wasn't until 2017 when I saw it at 1,400, I was like, really? This was around summer. I was in Amsterdam uh, talking with some friends and it was 1,400. And then the year went on. And then I think uh, towards the end of the year, it was like 4,000 or something like this. And I was like, wait, what? And at this point, I I finally made that count. I made the count and I was looking, but I was like, you know, I'm going to try to catch it when it's lower. That, that oh, was the that's and that's the same thing that I'm finding my, my friends ask me now is like I'm waiting till it's lower. That's the same thing I said back then. Yeah. Next thing I know, it was like twelve, thirteen thousand dollars. Uh, I was like, okay, to, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna catch it this, this next time. I didn't end up buying in until when everyone else bought in at, at the top. I bought in at nineteen hundred, uh, nineteen thousand, and you know, there's there's no money you know to be made at, at that point. Right, um, right, right. Uh, even now, uh, that portion that I bought, I think the first time I bought in, it was for two hundred dollars. Um, that $200 value is worth way less than 200 now because the, the, the time period where I bought it at, however, you know, um, ha- having kept up with it after and, and finding out more about it and seeing that crash and, and looking back and studying the chart, that that's the amazing thing uh, about Bitcoin is all the information is there in the charts mm-hmm. with sneakers. You might, you might look at a sneaker and you're like, why did it drop? Like what, what happened here? Like what happened to that value? But there, there's the whole time frame. You can see the patterns. It's all there. All the information is there if, if you just look for it. And so, uh, th- you know, this information is out there, but it, I also saw it from, from the charts. Every four years, it does the same thing. It's on a four-year cycle. There's a one year of it going down and three years of it kind of slowly just staying in the middle. And then that, that last year, the climb starts off kind of at a slower uh, pace. I think that's where we're in right now. Mm-hmm. But by 2021, uh, I'm expecting an explosion. Very similar to the 19,000. Only um, the the pattern has always been it 10 to 13 X's every four years. How, so, how much have you invested wait, 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 so far? We say that uh, again. So wait. 10 to 13 X every four years. If you look at the charts, it example it went from a couple cents to I think it was like 12 dollars. And then a few years later, $12 to like $220. And then $220, it crashed again. It, mm-hmm. it always has that same crash. And people are like, oh, it's over. It's done. It crashed. And then it goes up. And it went from uh, 220 to like 1700 or something like that. And then it crashed again. And that 1700 went to the 19000 that we all know about. Oh, so yeah. you're, you're projecting is going to go 
to hundreds. Yeah. Uh, so usually what it, the 10 X is usually overshot. It goes higher rather than lower with the 10 X all the previous times. That doesn't mean it's going to happen this time, Right. but I I'm using the evidence that's there and, you know, making my assumptions and, and going forward with that. Um, and then, you know, there's still four more years after that to look forward to. So who knows if that same pattern will yeah. keep going or not. Um, but that's what I've, every day I check it. I, I spend most of my time looking into information about Bitcoin and, and studying it as much as I can. Cause, uh, you know, if, if all these other things are hobbies and like, um, niche audiences, we're talking about digital money here. This, you know, when, when music went digital, it changed everything. When video ch- went uh, digital, it changed mm-hmm. everything. And we're talking yep. about that, but, but with money. So, um, I think this might be the most important thing that has happened technology, like te- technologically in like a very long time. I think, I don't know, but, uh, I'm putting my time into it as if it is just in case. So, yeah, gotcha. I, I feel you because like, I mean, with the card and digital, you know, from privacy to Zelle to cash app to, you know, yeah, I feel yeah, you. Um, we're already going that route. Um, yeah. And but PayPal if, just made that leap too, right? They yeah. start. You know, that's just one of the big dominoes that fall. That, that's what it takes. Is like, um, there was an interview. I don't know some late night uh, talk show, and they were talking to Bill Gates in like the '90s, and they were talking about email and the internet, and they were joking about it. Like it seemed so foreign and so confusing. They didn't quite understand it. What's the point of it? And then uh, like, you know, someone broadcasted a, a um, audio of like an MLB like game or something like that. He's like. I could just listen to the radio and then everyone's laughing in the audience. (laughs) People don't understand the value until all the systems are there. All the systems aren't there yet. PayPal is one great example. It's just one more system needed in order to get, you know, to, you know, the outcome where I see it going. Um, So people don't understand it and they can't even comprehend what the systems are that are going to make it um, work the way it needs to, because they they haven't been implemented yet, but they're coming. It just, it's going to take time. There's, a lot of people working on this stuff. There's at this point, there's uh, businesses that are taking either half or a large majority of their company's worth, not not their investors, their company's worth, and they're putting it into Bitcoin. They're into, they're betting, yeah, they're betting their business on it basically. Mm. And and um, you know, at some point, people are gonna wake up and realize once it's mass adopted, but. I'm trying to get in early. Uh, that's all I can say is I'm trying to get in early. And how much is it for, say, your average Joe? He wants to get a Bitcoin, one Bitcoin. Is it work like that? How much is it for? Oh, you can uh, get yeah. pieces of a Bitcoin. Okay. Yeah, you, you can get uh, fractional, uh, you know, shares of it, and you know, depending on, you should never put in more than you're willing to lose. Um, is is definitely um, one key thing I want to say, but. You know, uh, whatever whatever you, you feel comfortable starting with. I started with 200. That, that's how I started, just to get an idea of it. And then it's different once you see, you know, you might see the chart, but if, if you have no tie to it, it's different when you see your money and you're like, oh, dang, uh, it's going down a little bit. Or, oh, dang, my 200's worth 300 now? That's mm, pretty good. Yeah, like, yeah. And just seeing that progression, it kind of, I think you have to experience it with your own money in order to realize uh, its its value and, and what it's doing there and the potential. Do you, do you think the return is better than, I don't know, sneakers? Because even sneakers nowadays are kind of crazy as far as return. Yeah, I mean, it, it depends, right? Different people are going to see different returns depending on what, what they put into it. Um, I, I would definitely say there's 
higher potential. I, I think I think this has the highest potential of like like I was saying before, like anything else. I can't think of another thing that has as much potential as as this. Um, just off top, mm. nothing else comes to mind. Uh, <laughs> but you know, I guess we'll have to wait and see. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> you open up a concert, AJ. Yeah, man. Right now. Right. <laughs> now, now you don't even have to open up an account. Just through PayPal. Yeah. Just through PayPal, and that's it. Yeah. There you go. You already technically you have the account. No. Oh, okay. PayPal at this point. So. So you mentioned you sold your a good chunk of your collection once, but I know you recently did it again. Can you talk us through that? Yeah, I I've definitely been um, you know. Just as far as even space, I don't even have the space for it, but my mindset definitely changed a lot with uh, COVID this year. I'm not saying I don't like sneakers. I'm always going to like sneakers, but I don't know. Like my, my overall point of view and thought process, and also maybe it's of 15 years of collecting sneakers, but I'm not as into sneakers as I once was. That, that's for sure. I definitely am not. I still enjoy it. I still keep updated. I, I still see all the new releases coming. I'll still even post all, all the ones I see coming. I'm like, oh, those are dope. Yeah. Um, but it's it's not the same. Yeah, it's not the same for me. So, um, so yeah. But so I, you, I, de- I definitely have been uh, unloading still. But even with that, there's still can't see all of them. But there's sneakers everywhere. And, and, sneakers <laughs> everywhere. Yeah. And, and and how much in this collection? I mean, you sold a portion of your first collection, your second collection. Like, how many sneakers would you say you've had over the years? At one point, the collection was close to two thousand. I would say. Uh, um, and it's dramatically lower <laughs> now, dramatically lower, but it's still way too high, and, and I still need to unload. Are say, you at? Are you over a thousand? Yeah, I'd say it's probably around a thousand, two hundred, thousand four hundred, somewhere in that in that range. Fran, uh, I want to burn my closet. <laughs> at one point, um, one of the heads, the original heads from Nike SB, he actually came out. I think it's 2013, 2014, something like that. And I guess twenty thirteen, probably. Uh, and he was looking at my SB wall, and he he said that my wall was more complete than the SB archives at, at that point in time. At, at Nike? Yeah. yeah. Uh, which isn't the case now. Like, I've sold off a lot of it, but that was definitely, like, I don't know. It, it felt like uh, an achievement at that point. I was yeah. like, okay, nice. Yeah. yeah, I'm done. Like, I'm good. Yeah. I don't have to do I, I could see why he's like, I'm over it. It was like, come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You beat the game five times. Yeah, right? five. <laughs> yeah exactly. So... Uh, but yeah, uh, that was definitely a cool experience. And around that time, they actually flew me out to the Nike campus. Oh. I did a like little vlog of it too, and got to you know see a lot of the original creators. Which it was great timing because it seemed like right after that, a lot of that original team just kind of separated and you know went off in either different departments or, or did their own, own thing. And so uh, that was really cool getting to spend that weekend and, and just pick their brain about. You know why? Why did that sample change to this? And, and what happened with that release date? And, and yeah. it was a really, really cool experience, and um, definitely something that uh, I'll, I'll never forget for sure. So yeah, so, yeah, that's really dope. That's really, really dope. Um, <laughs> yeah, I gotta, I gotta get my life together. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I guess taking a little back, I remember maybe two to three years ago you were heavily promoting i even see the tattoo sandal boys yeah um, I, what was that process like oh shit yeah so um as as hey. it's going on uh definitely uh, a moment in time i'm very proud of you're not seeing it he's trying to wave 
we, we, we got to, you know, work with a lot of brands that Next I, table. Yo, yep. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was a, so the first time I ever met Jeff Staple, it was at Kid Robot. I had him sign my shoes. It, he was there for a release. And he had said that he'd seen the, the sneaker videos. And oh. he asked me why I ever started doing it. I was like, I want, I want to one day get an SB collab ju- just like you. Like, that's the goal. And although the SB collab never happened, it was so dope uh, for one of our first collabs to be uh, with Jeff Staple and recreate that classic and even have like a friends and family variant of it. And it was a really like, I, again, another period in time, I'm always going to remember, but you know, for what it is, what it is, it didn't work out. And, you know, I, I separated from the rest of the group and, you know, uh, yeah, it, it just didn't work out. But at the end of the day, like I said, I'm very proud of what we accomplished in that time. And, you know, I, yeah, I guess and, they're still doing some pretty cool stuff now, and you know, shouts to them or whatever. But hey, yeah. it's it was definitely a wave when you were there. That, yeah. I must say, that's when I was aware, and I said, "Oh, okay, that's what they're working with." Bet, bet, bet. Do you know how many units yeah. got sold when you was with them? Yeah, um, I have an idea. I, I don't remember the exact number, and I even have an idea of like what the total sales were at the, this time. And, and again, the support. You know, and I'm seeing it now again with these raffles. A, a lot of the, a lot of the times, I'll get messages of people saying they're they're just supporting because they want to, you know, they fuck with the past ten years of everything I've done and they, and they want to support me. That in a lot of cases, like, I don't really wear sandals like that, but I wanted to support. Or in this case, I don't right, think I'm gonna right. win the raffle, but I wanted to support. So yeah, only yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I appreciate everyone who's ever tuned in or or anything over the years because, you know when I don't have something out there that I'm, I'm putting out, you know, for, for purchase, as an example, it's very easy to, to kind of forget or, or not realize that there's people that are that tuned in and it's crazy to see, um, you know, I've been a lot of places around the world and people will come up to me, I'll be in Japan in a coffee shop in Indonesia or like Spain and people come up to me and they know who I am. And, you know, c- compared to a lot of the, the current, uh, you know, sneaker YouTubers and stuff, my following is very small. And my, my content, um, you know, was thriving, I'd say, 10 years ago, ago a decade ago at, at this time, my YouTube content specifically. Mm-hmm. So so it's crazy to see the impact that it's had. And people are like, you know, I grew up watching your stuff. I was 13. And, you know, now I'm, you know, uh, married or whatever it may be. You know? <laughs> it's crazy. Um, so, yeah, it, another another uh, experience that, you know, has been uh uh, insane to uh, to go through, I'd say. So, yeah. so it's a lot of experiences, and a still lot of, a lot more to go. <laughs> a lot more to go. You know, uh, you only live once, so definitely try to you know experience as much as you can. Um, and yeah, unfortunately, I feel like I've definitely experienced a lot. So yeah, yeah. and and um, s- since you've started YouTube and you were the man over a decade ago, like uh, name some YouTubers. Are there any YouTubers out there that you watch now that you uh, think is like? doing it right the right way yeah uh definitely kais kais is the the first person that comes to mind uh i first found out about his videos maybe like four years ago or something like this and you know reached out to him super cool guy and again it's one of those things where i I would see like the the negativity and stuff and like i didn't get it like he clearly loves what he's doing he's putting out content constantly with the skids doing all this that giveaways all this stuff so uh, he's really dope. Um, um, uh, Tony uh, D2Wild. Um, 
Um, who else? There's so many people. I, I watch a lot of former Simpson. Uh, I haven't watched him in a minute. Um, T Blake is, is, is another one who even now he, he's on with the, the cards and stuff like this. Oh he's yeah. Always, yeah. yeah he, and uh, he's been killing it with the, uh, the subscription like discord and stuff like this. So there's so many people, man, that I've met over the years that are still doing it or we're doing it for a period of time. And uh, yeah, it, it's, it's all up to every single one of them. Um, and so um, I remember there was a time where you were pushing your own shoe. I'm actually going to pull it up here on the screen. Okay. Um, yeah. So what what was the name of this brand again? Uh, Ilotti. Um, it's it's an Italian uh, footwear company. Uh, I met the owner uh, through a mutual friend. Uh, we were just like hanging out and exchange contacts and stuff. And we were talking about doing that sneaker for a while, um, but with all the buzz that was going on with sound of boys at that time, that's when he finally reached out. And, you know, I guess it made more sense in, in his mind at that time. Cause I was doing footwear at that time. So either way, uh, it came to fruition. There's two colorways. That's my favorite of the two. The, the black was a little bit too simple for me. I, I like more wild stuff. Um, and yeah, uh, super, super awesome experience. Um, getting to finally release a sneaker and the fact that, you know, I'm Italian too. It was an Italian sneaker company. Um, I had a lot of oh, nice. pride in that. Did and they, yeah. Uh, go out to Italy to the factories or anything like that? No, he, he, he kept on saying that, uh, you know, I needed to get out there and stuff like that. That, that never actually happened. And, you know, we've talked again about doing, uh, more stuff. So maybe, maybe after this whole COVID stuff, maybe I can actually get out there and, and get something uh, cooking again with them. Um, that's a that's, that's a big deal. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, it I like the awesome. sole on that, by the way. Huh? Was, was that? Oh, I said I like the sole on that. On that. Oh yeah, the sole mm-hmm. on that one was crazy. Yeah, so that was crazy. I, I went with that model um, because it reminded me of like a futuristic uh, Jordan Three and Jordan Three. Ah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Jordan Three eighty eight. I was born in eighty eight, and you know, just that whole connection there. So okay, okay, nice. Yeah. And um, to keep on sneakers, let's let's uh. A lot of people don't know this, but I, I knew this a while back. You helped Sean Weatherspoon on the Air Max? Yeah. Um, he had hit me up. This was around Valentine's Day. Um, I guess, was it 2016, 2017, something like that. And he said, Nike wanted him to do a, a sneaker for Air Max Day, and could I help? And in my mind, I didn't know what it was yet, but Nike had hit me up in 20. 13 for the first Air Max day and gifted me these things, which I never actually wore. So I was like super dusty and kind of wiped off a little bit. These were the, uh, Oh the yeah. yeah, yeah In the yeah. bubble. Yeah. And then the following year they hit me up and they had me do a Nike ID for Air Max day. And they like, it was, uh, you know, complimentary and I, I just, uh, posted and sharing everything like that. And so, um, that's what I thought it was. I thought he was doing a Nike ID. I had no clue what I was going there for. I had no mm-hmm. idea at all. And um, I get there and it's, you know, like Ben Baller and ASAP Naz and a whole bunch of other people in the room, uh, uh, Skate the Great, a whole bunch of, you know, amazing people in the room. And there's cameras set up. And um, he said, all right, uh, he talked to us. He said, Nike wanted us to do an Air Max. There are certain models, maybe five different models you can pick from and then even the idea of cons- uh, like mixing the midsoles and stuff 
they, they were saying you could do that. Mm. So he knew he wanted to do a 97 and he knew he wanted to do it corduroy and he just kind of brainstormed with us what colors to start um, using and stuff. People were throwing out colors and they had it like a Nike like sketch guy sketching it like an, on an iPad, drawing it out, wow. showing what it would look like and stuff like this. Wow. And then I remember saying like we should put um, the Air, Air Max 1 midsole on it and like Bimballer and a whole bunch of people started laughing and we kept talking or whatever, but the guy was sketching it. When he sketched it, they showed it, and everyone's like, "Yeah, like let, let's go with that." So, if, if anything, that that was my one addition to, to the shoe is is uh, picking the midsole on it. It's and, my favorite uh, part, friend. That's my favorite part. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. You know, I, I never owned any Air Max ninety seven b- before that shoe. I, I I didn't. I don't know what it was. I, I I never really like uh felt them like I wasn't feeling them like that. But you know, after being a part of that shoe, I went back and you know some of the classics, the the silver bullets and stuff like this. I had to go ahead and pick up, but. Yeah. I think it was that midsole that was really throwing me off originally, but with that one, man, it, it, it looks so good. Yeah. It it's so good. For, uh, the, for, the foresight got again. <laughs> strikes again. So, yeah, for, uh, yeah. That was a crazy experience. And even at that, again, we didn't know exactly what it was or that he was going to win, but, you know, um, he was able through social media, you know, reaching out to other people, uh, like little Yachty was posting it yeah. and just all the sneaker YouTubers were, were posting it. And I think just that barrage of, of social media traffic because even then like social media was like insane at that point in time too. Like, um, yeah. I mean, obviously it still is now, but it's different. We're more used to it now. It seemed like mm-hmm. such a new thing at, at, at that time. And so, um, yeah, that was a, a insane moment. And then he ended up winning and yeah, uh, it ended up being that that was the first, Nike sneaker, I at least got to have some input on that that released, and uh, such such a, a cool a cool thing to be a part of. Yeah, for sure. Fors- Foresight Fran, that's it. I got it. <laughs> Foresight <laughs> Fran, that's it. Um, speaking of input, uh, let's talk some sneakers. Fran, we're gonna run through a couple sneakers that are dropping because I know everybody's cool. listening. They want to get our opinions on what's going on. Cool. Uh, oh, 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 oh! <laughs> Before I start. Well, let's start. The Midnight Navies, Code JP's <laughs> dropped yesterday. <laughs> you know where I'm going, Tom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to get Fran's opinion. <laughs> I wasn't. Are you familiar with the new app, Clubhouse? No, I've heard about it. This, this is probably the third time I've heard about it, but I, yeah. I don't know much about it. But I've heard about it. So basically, it's like a, it's like one big conference call. It's yeah. like <laughs> they, 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 everyone can pick a topic, whatever topic, there's a moderator and everybody can jump in and share their opinions on whatever the topic is. You raise your hand, they select you, oh, ask a question. And it's like uh, Virgil Abloh could be in the same uh, chat as me and I can ask him a question. So it's, it's pretty, uh, it's in its beta stages. Yeah. Um, it's uh, invite only right now, but yeah. uh, I'm pretty sure later it'll be open to everyone yeah. else. But yeah. Here's the thing. I decided to join a chat the other day. My good friend, Noel, shout out to Noel. You saw he was in there. Oh, shout out to Fresco from Stadium Goods. He was in there too. And someone, I won't say their names, I don't know them, but he said this to me, not to me, to the chat, but it struck a nerve. Mm-hmm. You know, he said, he said the sneaker that dropped today was not the hottest sneaker, which is the Midnight Navy, the Jordan 1 that dropped yesterday. He said, that sneaker, that's a hood booger shoe. Are you familiar with this term? No. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> let, me, let me dive in on this. Right. A hood booger is like 
the ghetto girl or the ghetto guy in the hood. Like so it's they're the only ones that'll wear that type of shoe. They're the only ones that'll wear so that type of shoe. About that shoe in particular or the model? He, he was talking <laughs> he was talking about that he was talking about the one. So basically he was saying the one in general. That's what that's the way I took it. So mm-hmm. he was trying to say that the Jordan one is now a ghetto hood shoe that only they wear now. Struck a nerve with me, got me hot. I went on a little rant on Instagram. Everybody saw. But I don't believe so. Friend, your opinion, what do you think? No, I definitely don't think so. I, I don't I don't know what it is. Uh, you know, this is a, another example of what I was saying uh, earlier. For some reason, it's, like, cool to, like, hate on certain things. Like, for like it's so random. Like, uh, even uh, uh, there's a game I play, World of Warcraft, and uh, there's classic and retail, and then people like hate on one version or the other, and like I, I don't get the mindset of hating on anything. Like I don't understand ha- any type of hate. Like right, right, yeah, right. I don't know. It, it's so confusing. Like um, obviously the shoe has such legacy to it. Uh, obviously, otherwise they wouldn't be releasing it like multiple times every month and crazy colorways, old colorways, re-releasing it, and it's still set like. It's a legendary shoe, and one person's opinion is not going to change that um, anytime soon. So, <laughs> Thank uh, you, friend. Yeah. Thank you. Congratulations, everyone. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, like, it, even it, what really made me strike a nerve, and I know everybody on Instagram is like, oh, Jay, why'd you go on a rant? The thing about it is, when I was in high school in 01, I just gave out my age out there, but <laughs> when I was in high school in 01, that sneaker was not I was down south. That sneaker was not in the mall. It was not accessible yeah. to me. So now in 2020, even though it was a mid then and, and, and this came with suitcase and everything, but I'm excited. Like, okay, I can finally get that shoot now. Yeah. And have it on my foot and, you know, relive the time and memories and bring me joy. Right. And he just, you know, called it he a to, he tried to crush your dreams, huh? He crushed my dreams. But <laughs> hey. Neither here nor there. Friend, let's get your opinions on a couple shoes. Okay. SB. Before we get on the latest okay. shoes, um, something that got a lot of hate, Fran, and I saw that you chimed in on this a little, the Warren Lotus Pigeon collab. Ah, oh, yes, um, yes, yes. I saw a comment you said to someone. It was basically like, you weren't into it, but n- the fact that Jeff Staple like, co-signed it, you were like, I'm, I'm in. So what did you think about you know, what he did and all the backlash he's received since... Yeah, so in general, whether you want to call it customs or bootlegs or whatever you want to call it, I've never been into that idea at all. Um, you know, I've collected Nike sneakers and Adidas sneakers and whatever other brand sneakers because it's, you know, that legacy that they've, they've created with their product and the stories they've told and, mm-hmm. and so on. So I've never really been drawn to um, uh, customs and stuff. I, uh, you know. I'll like the photo or whatever, but I'm, I'm not the type to, you know, go out and want to purchase one of those. Um, um, so in general, uh, my, my friends were hitting me up, DMing me, like when the Stussy colorway came out and the Heineken, and I, I didn't care at all. These were shoes that I had the originals of years ago, let go of. And so, you know. Would you I, consider I, that custom a fake? Yeah, I mean, to some, to some extent, if you're recreating, you would, in order to be considered a custom, right, you would need the, original model that you're altering and mm, this is a recreation of it. so at that point you know 
if it's recreated and it's not the original creation, then I guess a fake or a bootleg or mm. whatever you want to call it at, at that point in time. Um, and I don't, I don't knock it. Look, a, a lot of people are doing it. It's selling. People like it. Um, you know, it, it is what it is. But previously, before the staple like stamp of approval, I would have had no other reason to add it, add it to my collection if it wasn't the fact that it was another staple piece that I was adding. Um, mm-hmm. And so. I, I purchased. I purchased because I wanted to add that to my collection. As we know, it's it's not happening. Um, that there's the option for the refund. I actually didn't do it. Uh, now that I already had the the money up front, I just figure a lot of people are going to be refunding it, so maybe there will be less of them. And if, if if it doesn't turn out to be worth anything, at least it's just a interesting thing in sneaker history that happened. True. Uh, to, to have it um, on the wall, I'll never wear it, but have it on the wall or whatever. And so, uh, yeah, I went through with the order, and yeah, it is what it is. So you're not a customs guy. I, I, I wasn't a customs guy either for a long time. Like, I don't even, like, uh, Jay likes to put cream laces in his shoes. And even that for me for a long time was like, why are you doing that? Like, whatever mm-hmm. Nike sends you with the box is what you do. Um, yeah. But I, I jumped out the window on the Warren thing, and I had to climb back up. <laughs> to the because um, I got the first one, the the red one. Mm-hmm. I was happy with them. What Only thing, Jason's. Uh, I think the host is like the Slasher series, something yeah, like yeah. that. Um, I was kind of disappointed that he canceled them, but um, I was blaming Nike at one point, saying the fact that their shoes are so hard to get, we have to go to these outlets to to get customs or you know. Yeah, that does remind, remind me. I forgot what the sneaker was recently. It might have been the Off White Five. It was some sneaker, and I was like talking to my friends. I was like, "Oh, I don't know if I want to wake up. I'm just gonna get an L." And then I saw other people like complaining, and I was like, "Nike, just, like I put on my story, like just make more sneakers. This is crazy, blah blah." blah. And I wake up the next morning, and I got it. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean they should at a certain point. Like, look, there's so many people so passionate about it. If they made even fifty thousand more, it wouldn't change anything. A hundred thousand more, it still probably wouldn't change anything. The price would still be about the same. Like it makes no sense at this point why it's still so artificially like limited. And I know production numbers are higher now than they were before, but there's way more people. So the discrepancy in how many more people there is to the small percentage added, it, it's not uh, comparable at all. Yeah, <laughs> it's just not. And so. Um, yeah, I mean, who am I to tell Nike how to run their business to have been very, very successful? But it's just very disappointing that uh, people wanted these items so bad and, like, um, you know, the, the access isn't even there. And, uh, you know, like I said earlier with COVID, earlier this year, my whole perception on a lot of this stuff has changed. And it, at some point, it, it's down to the brands to, to make that change to uh, – you know, please the fans and they're still making money. I don't get it. Like they would make more money. Like, I don't know. Uh, it's just disappointing. Uh, nobody gets it. But what? I said, What's nobody it? gets it. Everybody yeah. got the same gripe. Yeah. So it is what it is. Will it change? I don't know, but uh, it, it, it's definitely disappointing to see nevertheless. So, yeah. <clears throat> All right. Let's, let's get your opinion on some shoes that dropped. We'll, we'll keep it SB. We could do that. Um, yesterday, alongside of the Midnight Navies, the oh so beautiful Code JP, the Midnight Navies, the, the SB Tur Duncan dropped. Friend relations, what do you think about this shoe and the packaging? 
Yeah, the packaging is cool. Although, in general, first of all, Concepts always kills it with the concept and the packaging. I will Um, give you that. I've never cared about the packaging. Like, I I wear the shoes. Uh, Personally, I just, I've never cared about the packaging. Uh, It's really dope. So, I'm I'm not knocking it. I'm just saying my personal opinion. Now, the swoosh and the tongue on these things are crazy. Yeah. The the little... um, I don't even know what the back panel is, uh, where the lace is tied into. It's it almost like a, a teddy bear, or it's like really like furry, or like I don't know how to explain it. That panel is super, yeah. That darker panel right there is super dope. I think overall the shoe is really cool. Um, I have I have an SB, uh, the skate deck dunk highs. It reminds me of those in, in a lot of ways, just like souped up to the next level. Um, I'd say, out of all the SBs that dropped this year. This one gives me the most feeling of what it was back in the day. Mm. That's what I. That's what I'd yeah. say. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, um, well, you didn't feel that way about the chunky donkeys. Yeah. How would you feel about those, the Ben and Jerry's? Those are super dope to me. That that's like this generation's. Uh, yeah. There you diamond go. Diamond dunk right there. Yeah. The chunky that's donkeys. That's what I said. The exact thing is this generation's diamond dunk. You know. Tiffany dunks for like 350 and it's like insane. And these are like 1,500. It's insane. And it's, it's the same shoe. It's literally, it's, it's this. It's, <laughs> um, um, it's super dope. I don't own it. I don't plan on spending a thousand five hundred dollars or even a thousand dollars on a brand new dunk that came out this year. Uh, mm. to me, um, you know, most of my shoes, I wear them once or twice for the most part. And, Unless it's something I really like, I'm probably not going to wear it much more than that. Uh, I'll still keep it in the collection. So, I don't know. Um, I, I didn't end up going after them. With that said, there was one SB this year that I went for uh, with the high, and that was the uh, the Travis uh, Travis Dunks in, in the special box. Oh, the special box, yeah. I got those in the special box, and I'm keeping them dead stock, and that's just something I'm holding on to in the collection. And um, but I was able to actually still get uh, the regular box as well, which I, I wear that. I have I have some SBs here uh, just in case, and so yeah, definitely. Ah, uh, yeah. To, to me, probably my favorite shoe of the year. Uh, this one. Yeah, this Which, one here. Yeah. Okay. Do you plan on uh, doing the tearaway? No, nah, just keep keep it as it is, you know. But yeah, super nice. Dope. The, the laces are crazy on it and everything too. So dope shoe. Nice. And um, next up, and I don't think this one is an SB, but the um, did you see the cactus plant flea market dunk? Yeah, those are dope too. The, yeah. those, so Ruffs, I saw it was like one forty. Is it going to be one forty for price? I heard five hundred. Oh, you heard five hundred. Okay. Five hundred. Yeah. I think it's real Swarovski because yeah, the hoodie is supposed to be priced at four hundred. This yeah. is reminding me. Of, I think it was on your guys' show on uh, the episode I was listening to. Um, uh, what's the brand with the, the buckles? The uh, uh, Jimmy? Not Jimmy. No, uh, Alix or. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I literally, uh, I was on the site when it, when it released. I was looking, I saw the price. Like, no, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Talking about the same exact thing. Yeah, yeah. Like, man, you know, uh, good for you. It, it, so yeah, <laughs> I'm cool about that. So I I'd rather the um the olive green friends and family version. The friends and family version. You like that yeah, one? Those yeah, Bar- Barry got a friends and family saw that earlier yeah it's pretty pretty nice one, one falls off and you're, you're stressed yeah, right. <laughs> uh, yeah i don't know if 500 is a good price point for that i mean if yeah. it is real swarovski crystal i guess so but 
like Trav said, stand away from six feet, please. Six feet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, like someone like steps on the back of your shoes oh, and like crawl um, off or something like that. Oh goodness gracious! <laughs> That's when the violence happens. <laughs> <laughs> um. So let's get into it. PS Five is officially out. Yeah. Everyone here has one. Franelation has ten. Um, <laughs> it goes back to that same foresight. That foresight, friend, baby. How, how many? Um, how many pre-orders you did? I got six pre-orders and one at pretty much every store. I hit on every store I went uh, went to online because three months ago it's the same thing, and I called it. People yeah. aren't thinking about it like that. They're like, I'll just walk into the store. Yeah, friend. And I'm already like, no, that's not going to happen. I'm getting them now because <laughs> wrong. There's and, COVID. Yeah, Hello. There's COVID. And so, you know, I, I, I was right on that. And um, uh, uh, what's it called? I, I even said, I, I was telling all my friends, like, this is the order it's going to happen. The price is going to be about 800 And then it'll start raising a little bit before release. And then at release, it's going to start going up. And one of my, one of my friends, uh, he got two pre-orders in. And he's like, I don't know, should I cancel one? I don't know if I, I, I need to. I was like, don't cancel it. I will buy it off of you. <laughs> Are you sure? How do you know? I was like, look, you, if you want to refund it, just I'll buy it. It's fine. And he's like, no, I think I'll hold on to it. <laughs> and then, um, and then uh, you know, the same exact order that I was saying the dominoes would fall, they fell. And uh, I was telling him, you know, people need to go to the store. They need to realize they can't get it. They won't be able to get it. And that's when the price changes. Mm-hmm. Like people are still under the assumption, like, you know, it'll be available and it's not. And, you know, if my foresight's right, that's the same way Bitcoin's going to be. Uh, people are in the, uh, under the assumption they'll be able to just track it down later, but it'll become so scarce, so rare, so valuable, you know, o- only, um, only uh, people with uh, enough means uh, will be able to yeah. acquire it at, the, at that point. Um, um, so, yeah, that, that's really. Yeah. Do you see the, where, you see the um, price of, the PS5 going any higher? Uh, I don't about too much higher. I was calling like fifteen to eighteen hundred would be probably like the the peak of it. It's probably going to last most of this month. There's probably going to be re- restocks next month. They're going to sell out pretty quickly too. So unless you're there, you're you're not going to get it. But by February or March, it'll just be yeah, yeah, yeah I know popular. that. Yeah, it's the same thing with every system. But um, uh, for whatever reason, I feel like people forget what happened six years previously, and it's like a new experience each time. But yeah. Little Timmy wants that PlayStation under the tree this year. Yep. Yeah. One one thousand, my guy. (laughs) (laughs) Send me a Bitcoin. um, Are you keeping um, any dead stock? Uh, PlayStations? No, not not at this point. Um, In general, I do tend to to do that. So, like, we'll see if it uh, ends up as anything. This one is more of a wild card um, hold of mine. But when the PSVR came out. I ended up uh, grabbing two of those, one to keep sealed just because it's such a unique product, so different. Mm-hmm. Um, it ended up being very niche. It didn't really pick up or anything like this. And, you know, for future sealed collectibles, that could either be good or bad. It goes either way. People want um, something that was super in demand and no, no one thought about holding. And then the other stuff is it was it did so terribly that uh, it's so rare and so sought after. So either way, there's still potential. But mm-hmm. you usually don't see outcomes like that until years, years down the line. So as of right now, it's still on shelves. You can still get it. That that hold has done nothing as of right now. But we'll see if that wild card hold actually uh, does anything in the future. Um, you know, you never know. 
Yeah, I also noticed that you uh, collect special edition consoles. Like, yeah. do you go do you go after certain ones, or if it's a special edition, you you're copying it? Um, if if it's a special edition with enough like notoriety, I'll grab it. And for the most part, basically, I hold for about four years, three or four years, and it usually doubles, sometimes triples. It's not the biggest return, but it's returns nevertheless. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I, I've been doing that for a while now. I, I started doing that. Um, after being on eBay and realizing like some of the collector's editions I missed out on at retail, uh, once it was out of print, they start rising in value. Um, and, and even more so what I've realized is once the system is the older generation, that's when the real collectors go after it. So like Mm -hmm. now that we're in the PS five within another year or so, I expect a lot of the PS four collector's editions that I held to really start shooting up. I mean, a lot of them are higher than what I got them at years ago, but not by much. It takes that whole new generation of people reminiscing about mm-hmm. the last generation for it to really pick up. Um, so, um, yeah, I, I definitely have, I probably have about eight different collector's editions that are like PS, um, PS4s, Switches, Wii U's, and stuff like this. And every few years, I unload like one or two, usually, stuff like that. So, nice. yeah. Fran, you must have a warehouse. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's, there's too much stuff. <laughs> there's too much stuff. And, 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 and listen, ladies and gentlemen, if you weren't able to get your hands on a PS5, a PlayStation 5, I know a guy that hosts a raffle. Daily. Daily. Jeez. And you can hit him up on Instagram and you can enter a slot. Tell me yeah. about that, Fran. Tell yeah, tell so him I, about that, Fran. So... I definitely need a better process of this because it, it is a, a little time consuming just going through the different apps, checking payments and doing all this. But uh, I even mentioned before this uh, podcast was filming, I was like, you guys want to see the raffle a little bit earlier? And it got a pretty decent uh, response. But after this, that's exactly what I'm going to be doing is uh, jumping jump onto the raffle, posting it. Takes about an hour or two, mainly just because I'm manually inputting everything. Uh, it would be a lot quicker say with just a website click or something like that so it's mm-hmm. probably something at this point i should be doing but anyways this is the the system I, I'm, I'm going with so far and yeah it's been good and it, it's dope to see you know most of the people that have been winning have been winning i, I think everyone who's won has won off of one ticket yeah shout out my guy young Corey. i saw he won right and yeah. and so you know that, that was an awesome example right there it's, it's the first person who's actually someone's like oh i i know who this is and yeah and, yeah <laughs> not just a random but yeah um it's been cool. It's it's fun. Uh, every, everyone's been enjoying it too, and um, yeah, it, it's just awesome. Uh, I started this idea with uh, Pokemon booster boxes, basically as a way to um, get a, a little bit more than uh, market value um, um, because the margin on the Pokemon box, like I'm collecting it because I enjoy it, but obviously, you know, I'm trying to make a little bit of money off the Pokemon thing too. Uh, especially while it's popping and so i thought this is the best way for me to maximize it and then still someone's getting it at a come up and mm-hmm. it's so cool to see them like opening the packs sharing sharing it even if it's not packs they bought for me i, I definitely share people's pools and stuff like that because it's just such a fun experience like uh that I, I don't personally find that same fun in sneakers i, I once did and, and now i find that same joy out, out, mm-hmm. out of these cards and so it's awesome to see everyone you know sharing it and it's even cooler when it's you know uh, fathers sharing it with their kids yeah and, yeah and sharing that experience and stuff and, and to see pictures of, like the kids holding this two thousand dollar charizard that they just pulled <laughs> out of a box they paid twenty dollars for you know you know uh, it's a yeah, win yeah. for everyone so 
one suggestion I have, I have is the, um, I think somebody's okay. One suggestion I have is maybe switching it to like the roulette wheel. Yeah. You know, so so it's more even more excitement. So you shuffle it up, you you spin it, so everybody's watching instead of yeah. just you know the one click. I'm definitely open to to uh, trying new uh, new ways of doing it because I I do agree that it's like not as like suspenseful. Uh, <laughs> but what I try to do is even like I'll click it a few times before yeah. I was like this is not the raffle and I'll click it a few times so people can see that mm-hmm. you know yeah. it has different possibilities and, and then I'll just click it. But uh, I, I think the main reason honestly why I'm doing it this way is I'm already um, putting putting time into compiling the list and then uh, another list. But yeah, I, I should def- I should definitely do that. I'd, Trying to speed it up a little bit, I, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um. <laughs> so, with the PS Five dropping, the guy that has his name in every single thing out there in America right now <laughs> comes out with uh, his own sneaker again. The PlayStation Five, so Travis crazy. Scott Dunk. His growth, like I used to go. I think this was in like 2014. I would go to his shows literally, I think like six shows a month. He would just do wow. little shows with like 5,000, you know, 10,000 people in little auditoriums. And they were just so much fun. Like it was so awesome. Like yeah. people going crazy and like, and to see from that to every like, cereal boxes, mm-hmm. PlayStation sneakers, McDonald's. I, I have the McDonald's bag with the, the, the receipt. like you know what i'm here for i i didn't but i i brought the doll with me i had the doll in the passenger seat i was ready you know so um but yeah it's so impressive to see yeah obviously like his music is is so good but um still even with that it i don't think I, I didn't see it coming. That, that, that's yeah, for sure. Yeah, I foresight on this one. Did not have the foresight on this one. <laughs> so awesomely, like mind blowing to see all of this, and it, it hasn't stopped. It hasn't slowed down. The no. Fortnite stuff. Do you yeah. think, do you think it all, all credit to him, or because he associated with Kylie? I think the Kylie thing helped one hundred percent. One hundred percent. I think it'd be a completely different scenario, um, and. You know, it, it is what it is. I'm not saying that's a good or bad yeah, thing, right? It is what it is, and it's awesome. You, you, yeah. you gotta, you gotta call it what it is. It, it's an amazing thing to witness. Um, the only thing that even I think compares would be like, uh, like, um, what's it called? Like Michael Jackson's like uh, uh, Pepsi collabs or commercials. Oh yeah, back then. McDonald's. Yeah. There's not, there's not been anything like this in in decades. Right. Yeah. I can think of right. Yeah, artist yeah, right. has uh, transcended like this. Mm-hmm. It's very awesome. Because even though how popular Drake is, he's not like. Nope, it's different. He's not a trendsetter. That's what it is. It's mm-hmm. different. Yeah. It's yeah. Different. So, so it takes everything, right? It's being in the right place. It's having the right team. It's. It was not easy to pull off any of this, obviously. Like, but yeah. it, it's awesome to see to watch yeah. it. And and for me, he's doing everything, you know, that touches you know, our hearts. Like mm-hmm. Dunks and SB, then Jordan One, Jordan Six, Jordan Four. It's like, oh, you're me. Yeah, you're you know. What once you're in with like uh, someone's emotion, you've won. You've yeah, won. Yeah, and, yeah. And yeah. these things are tied to people's emotions. So yep. 
yeah, very, very cool. Very cool. And, and so what do we think about that shoe, that PS, that PlayStation 5 uh, Travis Scott dunk? Amazing. So sad that uh, I won't be able to obtain it. Literally, the, the site went up, at, I think, 4. And wh- what time was it when it finally went on 10? I was refreshing the whole time. I, I was doing raffles and refreshing. And refreshing. <laughs> raffles and stuff like this. And I did not stop refreshing. <laughs> like yeah. I was trying to get it. And, uh, you know, it's not going to happen. But uh did you get a chance to enter your info? Yeah, yeah, I, I, I did my entry, but you know, that's, that's a needle in a haystack. That's uh, a needle in a haystack. Kind of know, but and then everybody sees it says really big in red, not for resale. Yeah, so you can't. They probably gonna have you sign something that you they can't sign the documentation or have it numbered yeah, and. That's gonna be resold. There's no. <laughs> if, it ain't, if it ain't sold on the regular, it'll be on the black market. It's gonna get resold. Whoever wins that, they're eating like whew, that's gonna be crazy. Oh man. Yeah. And now, what else do you think about? I want to know what you think about all these dunks, the resurgence of the dunks, uh, like they're releasing the ugly duck uh, pack. Ugly Duckling Pack and um, the ceramic is the last one to drop, and that's this week. What do you think about uh, the it's old dunk so coming back? Cool because those, I mean, if you're a sneakerhead, you know about those shoes, but still, to some extent, I feel like you're sneaker nerds that knew about those shoes to some extent. Yeah. And now they're they're known, you know, everyone collects sneakers or knows someone that collects sneakers at this at uh, this point. So it's really bringing those shoes a whole new life cycle that they wouldn't have had, and it's it's awesome to see. Uh, those are some of the coolest dunks. That I've ever released, uh, yeah, um, the, the ones that you listed off. So it's awesome, um, especially considering you know to some people this is their very first time even hearing about them. Um, so yeah, it's it's, it's very cool. And then lastly, on the show, we always talk about Supreme. Mm-hmm. Supreme dropped a vase, fishbowl, slack luster right now, little dwindling. Fran, your opinions on Supreme or? If you want to shout out any streetwear brand out there that might be doing something for the culture that's moving you or anyone that you know. I think and I said this a few years ago when I was still with uh, uh, the, the brand I was with. Um, I, I was talking to them and I was like, what's it called? I feel like what we're witnessing with Supreme is like the beginning of Polo, basically. Like uh, we saw yeah. Polo from the beginning mm-hmm. uh, with this. Uh, it's going to be so big you know, 10, 20 years from now, it's going to be, it already is everywhere, but I mean, storefronts, it'll be yeah. everywhere. Um, you'll, you'll be able to get it, um, wherever. And, uh, it's so another very cool thing to see just a skate shop from New York grow into this juggernaut that is unlike, it's not comparable to anything else, uh, in that industry. Um, um, there's no streetwear that comes close to it, nor probably ever will. And, um, Although I'm not copping as heavy as I used to, still look at every release. As that morning, it's so exciting each time to see oh, what do they got for this season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, um, yeah. That's it on that yeah. basically. <laughs> and uh, lastly, we do a segment for sneak of the week. Sneak of the week. Sneak of the week. Think of the week. So here, Fran, we uh, pick a sneaker that we'd like to purchase that's coming out this week, next week, within the next month. Mm-hmm. If you uh, see any sneaker out there that you know of that you say, you know, I would purchase that or I like that. You can give it. Yeah. Pull up the, ca- um, the calendar. Yeah, let me see that. The uh, Nike calendar? Yeah. All right. 
I was sad on those Sakai's because, uh, like I said, I've been hitting on everything, but I slept through that. I was like, damn, I might, I might have got those <laughs> if I was up. Mm-hmm. All right, let's see here. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Oh, now the magma oranges are finally oh, coming oh. out. The um, concept is dropping. Yeah. That's probably going to be a regular box. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely a regular box. Ooh, ooh. That might be a little bit too far de- down ahead, but I, I see I see my pick. You got and, it? Yeah, man. The the Bruce Lee's, man. Yeah. Uh, when that shoe came out. Yeah, talk about it. So I had just started getting into Kobe's around the Kobe 4. Um, the MLK Kobe 4 is my first Kobe. Mm. And... Man, that that whole era that was just like what it was like when I first got into SBs. Uh, the 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 themes and the stories and, and all the colorways. Um, yeah, very 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 cool sneaker. Unfortunately, my original pair at some point someone who uh, I called a friend uh, must have stolen them because oh, uh, they're gone. They're not in the collection. I, I never sold them or anything. Had the box, no sneakers. So oh, yeah. Damn. Uh, so yeah, definitely. I, I'd want to re up with these when they release. So that that'd be my pick right there. It's a great pick, Bruce Lee Kobe Five Pro Trail. The, the alternatives look good too. The white yeah, one. the alternative looks good. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks. What was it? The, the Del Sol or what was it called? There, there was a colorway pretty much like that. Um, that all uh, that all the um players in the bubble were wearing, right? Majority of them, a lot of them had them on. I, I don't really watch sports. <laughs> 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 Um, but but yeah, uh, dope colorway, dope colorway. Did you um, did you cop the elevens? Uh, yeah, I got lucky. But like like I said, every every shoe I've tried for like this month, I've hit. So I tried and I hit on those. Luckily, so the Jubilee elevens coming yeah. out, and uh, my sneak of the week would be the uh, ceramic dunk. Man, I, I I'm excited and I can't wait. Okay, okay. Tone. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not gonna hit it, so I'm gonna say ceramic. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> now, because I, I think you got the this is gonna complete the pack for you, right? Yeah, this is it. This is it. Yeah. I've been waiting for this week. I want to complete the pack, man. Yeah, I haven't got none out the pack, so. Trav, um, probably the ceramics for me too. Ceramics. Yeah. Uh, I got I got some news for all the listeners. Uh, you guys heard me say before that. In order to win an SB dunk nowadays, you basically got to be fucking a skate shop owner. Um, I fucked a skate shop owner. <laughs> um, I don't know how, but your boy hit on the CCS raffle for the oh, Atmos, Atmos SBs. Um, so they'll be here next week. Um, nice. I got it. Let me show you guys real quick. Oh, nice. Yeah, I, I don't know how it happened. Like I always say, Enter those raffles. You never know what could happen. No, you remember he, he went, he disappeared for a, a while and came back. He's talking about his knees was hurting him. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> it might be true. I did what I had to do. Remember when people used to do the customs? What was it? The, the chrome ball uh, lows? Yeah. yeah. Draw on the elephant print. That's what Yeah. Draw on. El- yeah. Now it's. Yeah. Um, That's beautiful. That's true. Nice. That's real nice. Where you got um where you got them from out there? Uh Brooklyn Projects. Okay. That's where you get all your SBs from? Yeah. Yeah. So Do they do they look out or do you have to enter raffles? I mean it, you know. who, who is <laughs> yeah, do you know who you're talking to? 
I did this last week. Uh, Fran's plug, whatever he's offering. <laughs> 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 Good luck with that one, brother. <laughs> oh my God! Listen, Forsyth friend, it's been a pleasure. Yes, for sure. Thank yeah. you for sharing your time, your wisdom, your foresight, <laughs> and all of your journeys with us today. Thank you. Nah, Thanks, man. Thanks for having me. I, I definitely want to come on. Uh, I know you guys had mentioned the, the cards in a previous episode, and I heard someone say I got lucky with the Pokemon cards, so I wanted to clarify. Hey. There's a difference between luck and... and, and like foresight. Foresight. I wanted to clarify on that one. Yeah, round of applause for Fran Relations. Round of applause for Fran Relations coming on I Still Boom the Podcast. Jay Yannick is signing off. Tone. Um, Whiteman. But later. <laughs> <laughs> and Trav. Trav, you nerds, peace. And and once again, I so boom the podcast. And I'm sure Sneak, if he was here, thanks you very much for joining us. Appreciate and you, sharing all this with us, man. It was a pleasure, man. Thank thanks, you. friend. Thanks, man. All, all right, right, y'all. Boom. Thank you.